This is Cole. Learn how to tell stories in logic. My God. <laughs> You're so, this is so hard. And this is Ron. Yes. I hate your guts. Oh, that's a lie. That's a lie right there. Oh, desperation is a stinky cologne. We are the creative team. Oh, my God. I quit. Well, it's the big hole. Did you really just book that? <laughs> Michael Jordan and The Undertaker. Uh, in your face. One of them has 30 years, and the other one is just Michael Jordan. Woo! Welcome back to another exciting episode of... Oh! The Creative Team. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another exciting episode of... The Creative Team. I am your host, Cole Dawson, and with me, as always, my hashtag team partner, Ron Kilborn. Ronald, how the heck are you today, bud? Oh, it's an exciting week, Cole. It's been a tremendous week in the world of wrestling. It's nice to get back on the uh, the excited train. We're on the road to WrestleMania, a road that I'm very much personally excited to be on because I get to attend the event both nights. But I'm nice. doing stupendously. Oh no, that word again. Let's get rid of that ASAP. No, no, no more stupendous. That was so last year, bro. But how are you? <laughs> how are you doing this uh, fine morning? Uh, a little better this week than I was last week when we were recording. Uh, it's it seemed like the longest week of all time, but uh, we are here, and uh, wrestling has been good this week. I gotta say, good old uh, MJF and good old Take a Shit out there had a fucking barn burner on Wednesday night. Uh, there was some uh, Monday night. We got one of the I can't remember a better promo or, a be, you know, a better segment in the ring than what Heyman and Cody did this week. Fucking phenomenal. And uh, oh, absolutely. I, I, it was I, I just think, uh, it was, I've watched that. I watched that segment multiple times because it was just so perfect. Like, you know, it, 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 it wrestling is great when it's real. And that was as real as it gets. Um, and you know, I, uh, I was mentioning earlier cause we, we saw each other earlier that I have a pretty hot take when it comes to this year's WrestleMania and who are, who may or may not be there, but that story, that segment alone pretty much solidified for me that we don't need the big celebrity, like returning veteran this year. Like I'd be okay at this point, not getting a rock or a stone cold, the, the story, the headline of Dusty Rhodes' youngest kid beating the longest reigning champion in the past 30 years uh, is pretty uh, pretty crazy. <laughs> uh, I think that story is like holds its own weight and doesn't need anything stealing from it, um, which is why I think it's great that they're having the big Montreal match with Sami Zayn to get that crazy pop out of the way. Uh, and then we go to the big uh, Cinderella story ending fairy tale ending of Cody Rhodes getting that championship from Roman. I think like, especially that segment alone, you pretty much set the table for one of the biggest, like happy endings of a WrestleMania that we've seen since the yes movement WrestleMania. Right. And I, I think this is, uh, I, the way this all worked out is a little bit unfortunate for WWE. I think because, they're going to have to do something with Cody and Sammy to make sure that they're friends. So that is cool in that I think at the Elimination Chamber will be the first time that we actually bump Cody up against Roman Reigns. I think there has to be some kind of nonsense in this match um, where the bloodline is involved and then Kevin Owens is involved and then Cody gets involved and... Uh, <clears throat> Roman still has to walk away with the belt. But Sammy is going to have to, you know, put over Cody. Like, Cody is the guy. I'm supporting Cody. I got his back. We're, we're, I'm cool with this. So that the fans don't immediately turn on Cody. And I think this what's... I mean, Roman can't disappear right after WrestleMania. Otherwise, the fans are going to revolt... Uh, in turn on Cody because Sammy is the most beloved character on television right now in the world of professional wrestling. Um, even though Cody's just been brilliant and done this, unfortunately he's been out for six months. I think the injury did like put him on that trajectory to be the biggest fucking thing in the world. And it's great. Is it waking out on your side too? 
Oh, okay, cool. All right. <laughs> I was, that's what I was asking when you had your headphones off because it did that before. And I was like, what the fuck is happening right now? But anyway, Bray, technical difficulties aside. <laughs> yeah, Bray, Bray Wyatt is interfering right now. Yeah, that's what it looked like. So I'm really excited for for the Cody Roman Sami Zayn saga to uh, fucking play its way out on the way to Mania, and I I I hope that Sami Zayn is the reason Cody wins the belt, so that Roman and Sami can go off, and then Cody can settle in and do his own thing for a little while, and uh, just kind of step out of the way. Uh, from Roman, and he can defend the belt against other other people in the company. And uh, I mean, there's a lot of options. Like Cody and Brock would be amazing. Uh, obviously, they set the groundwork for Cody and Gunther. Like, there's just a lot of really cool stuff I'd like to see. So, um, I mean, yeah, you're, I mean, you're you're hitting it on the head right now, which is pretty much the theme of why we're here today. We're making a fusion of two of our uh, favorite things to do. Uh, we have the top 10, and we have Take It Up With Creative, and we decided to make a Take It Up With Creative top 10 out of what potentially might be the WrestleMania 39 card, and you're already spitballing a couple of dream matches or a couple of right. uh, scenarios that might lead to WrestleMania 39, and which takes place in LA at the SoFi Stadium. God, I'm sick. I'm so excited for this. But, uh, <laughs> you know... <sighs> Yeah, there's a lot of meat on the bone, and you know it's it's a real it's a real testament to how good Roman Reigns has gotten because just right. just the push that he's gotten, just the the what he's be, been able to do with this uh, responsibility of being the top guy, you know, he's for two he, years. Yeah, he's really setting the table. He's the head of right now uh, to leave WrestleMania and have you know anointed a couple of guys to take to kind of you know, hold down the fort in his absence. You got a very good, like, respectable Sean, Brett, babyface, babyface feud out of Sammy and Cody that you could have all the way to SummerSlam if you want. You know, it's 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 crazy just how much better of a single attraction actor character that Jay Uso alone has become. There's a, right. there's a lot of things that they, that they can do with an Uso split. There's so much that... Roman has left better if he does step away after WrestleMania that, you know, he he's really got that Midas touch with making guys now, which is so crazy to say, uh, you know, you wouldn't say that five years ago. Oh, yeah. Just go back a couple months and look at the match he had with Drew McIntyre at the castle. Like, that was insane. Look at the crowd reaction. I, I It was the first time I gave a shit about Drew. I mean, look at the promos leading up to that match. Like, I, I've been, like, I, you know, Drew obviously looks like a million bucks. He can work. He's not, you know, he, he's not the drizzling shits by any stretch of the imagination. But personality-wise, I'd never bought into him until the buildup for that pay-per-view. And then the match, like, Roman delivered a main event fucking show-stealing match on that pay-per-view. And, and at this point, it's just like... From where we were a couple years ago with Roman Reigns to now is absolutely insane. Yeah, so. which is why, you know, we all had the aspirations and, like, the reason why WrestleMania sold out halfway because of the aspirations of maybe The Rock wrestling Roman Reigns, which maybe right. is not really on the table <clears throat> now. It, that, that rumor alone was selling out WrestleMania, and it, even if it doesn't happen, this, this story alone, we haven't had a great story, and it's like two stories that are intersecting. It's the Bloodline story, and then it's also Cody Rhodes' story that's really just a culmination of the adventure that he's gone through the past eight years, and his father, and his brother. He's going he's gonna to do this for his entire family, and it's going to happen in Los Angeles at WrestleMania over the biggest dominating wrestler currently. And, you know, sometimes, you know, WWE likes to have the swerve and ha likes to just kind of demolish the potential happy ending just for the sake of like the heat sometimes and which is right. awesome i love that but sometimes a happy ending that you can see coming a mile away just works sometimes like we all well, we all saw the boyhood dream coming true from a mile away even right. at our age and when it happened it was so happy so it's what this is one of those happy endings that is so like certain and it just needs yeah. to go off and it's going to be magic confetti all around absolutely but here's the thing about the rock right 
uh, six months ago, we were like, yeah, who the fuck is Roman going to wrestle at WrestleMania? No one gives a shit. It needs to be The Rock. And now he's got two viable opponents. He could have a title match each night and without The Rock, and it would still be, you know, wrestling-wise, the best thing they could do. Like, that's, that's the thing that's changed in the last <coughs> six, eight months is that now there's storytelling going on and building to stuff and things are working. I mean, I, if Vince was still in charge, I think 1,000% Sami Zayn would have turned on the bloodline at Survivor Series and that match would have already happened and they would have buried Sami by now and it, and it would have been on to Cody, no big deal, and it wouldn't feel like a big deal. Like, this, this Elimination Chamber pay-per-view is the first, like... <sighs> I, I can't remember when the last time I actually gave a shit about a pay per view other than Royal Rumble and WrestleMania. Like that's, yeah, and that's I have to and we have to spend it celebrating your fucking cousin. Oh, is it that? It's that Saturday. It's that day. Oh, at medieval. I I yeah, at medieval times. God. Yeah. Fuck, damn it. fuck that. Like I was like, seriously, your your night out, your your night out without your kid. You want to go somewhere where you can also smell shit. <laughs> I don't know. I <laughs> I've never done medieval times, so this will be a first for me. So that'll be interesting. But, uh, uh, unless we can go down there and fucking cable guy that shit, I'm not. I'm, <laughs> it's really it's just professional wrestling on horses. You'd be surprised. Oh how, yeah. You'd be surprised at how many independent workers uh, work at medieval times. Oh yeah. Yeah. All right. So we should probably do this fucking top ten thing. Huh? I know, you know, but it's great because the preamble is just us fantasy booking and just us talking about what may be. But that's the theme of today. We got a special take it up top ten where basically me and Cole are going to take our top ten concept and make a match card out of it. And then we're just going to talk it down and make a, well, solidify a, an official top ten WrestleMania 39 card. Uh yeah, that's pretty much what we're doing today. Uh, without a ranking system, I guess I, I guess we're just gonna treat uh, number ten as match number one. Sure. And our sure. match number and number one is our main event. I yeah, kind of. Okay. I, I mean, so for me, I left off the matches that are already announced. Uh, so I don't have Rhea and Charlotte, and I don't have Cody and uh Ooh, roman on I should my probably list do that too because like they're already there so they're not fantasy anymore like they actually exist so that's fine if you want we can we you know we could we're calling it on the in the ring pal that that's fine with me but so while you're doing that i'll just kick off my number 10 here's my number 10 match i might be the only person that wants to see this shit and i don't care this is super fun <coughs> i know that a lot of the fans today complain anytime they roll out one of these guys but uh you know what Fucking, who cares? It's WrestleMania. Give me a three-minute Goldberg versus John Cena match, motherfuckers. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> well, shoot. I mean, uh, that, I did not know I needed that until you said it. <laughs> I have to, yeah, mar I I have to marinate looking. on that for a second. Do we get a buildup, or did we just get, like, two surprises in one thing? Like, just, like... I I mean, I say we, you know, we bring back John Cena and he's got nothing better to do with just fucking Goldberg's music hits and he just comes down and they fucking face off and that's it. Just, we don't need anything else. We just need one night to know that it's going to happen and cool. It's great. It could go in the middle of one of those cards. It'll be fucking awesome. Well, see, I wasn't smart enough to put this in any sort of order, I guess. So I'm just going to put check marks next to the ones I announced and, you know, right out the gate, since you, uh, <coughs> Since you put kind of minimal thought into what you would do with John Cena, which also worked out in your favor because I want to see that match so bad, but I'm <laughs> right. just gonna I'm gonna keep the theme going with something a little more talk topical and possible. Uh, I'm gonna think that Austin Theory, a massive John Cena fan, is gonna issue the United States Open Challenge at WrestleMania, and who's gonna take it? <laughs> John Cena sucks. Oh, yes. You want to remake Austin Theory at WrestleMania? He won't be taking a fucking fancy animated stunner. He will be beating John Cena this year at WrestleMania and defending his United States title successfully. Let's make a kid, and let's do it with Mr. Cena. What do you say, Cole? Uh, yeah, I like that a lot. I think, it, I think it's fun. 
Um, I don't I don't know if I'd bring Cena back for a successful title defense from Theory, but I like Theory and Cena as a concept nonetheless. I mean, I'm not putting the United States title on Cena either, but <laughs> but it's a good idea in theory. Yes, yes, in theory, it's very great. Now, uh, I I really like that match, especially if Theory happens to lose the title this uh, coming weekend or net. Yeah, to, at the Elimination Chamber, since he's defending the belt against 73 people in the Elimination Chamber, so. one of which you may or may not have a personal stake in. <laughs> Yes, yes. I wouldn't hate Johnny Gargano going into WrestleMania as the United States champion. That would be that would that would that would be fun. I'd be okay with that. But I have different plans for Johnny for my WrestleMania. So um, me too. Yeah, it's another dream match that's probably not possible. But I've only got like two matches that aren't really you know that Cena Goldberg thing isn't going to happen. But if it were me. That would be, you know, where I'd go. I'd just have Cena come out. I don't have anything better to do at WrestleMania. You know, I want to be on WrestleMania and then just Goldberg. Like, I think it would be great. But I really like the idea of Cena making theory, you know, putting his rubber stamp on theory. So I'm not mad at it. But uh, my next one, we'll just get to my theory match. Um, if he, I, I have him retaining the belt. Um, and I'd like to see him have a match. This one just like this match, it, thinking about it. You need can you hear laptop. me though? Can you hear me though? Oh, now now I can. You're unfrozen. Okay, it's okay. Well, Audacity is great, right? I mean, my internet's hardwired, so I don't know why. And this now you're frozen again. Issue. It does say that you're going in and out, like your internet's not great. But <laughs> now you're glitching. Yep. You're, you look like you're scatting. Yeah. <sighs> You're doing this right now. Uh, uh, can you hear me? I can hear you. Okay. Is, is Audacity still smooth and running? Uh, yeah, Audacity is working just fine. So as, as long, long as, as you can hear me. As long as that's screen. fine, then we're good. Yeah, there we go. Okay, so my idea for theory this year, uh, I think we got to be pretty close to a return for this guy. So I'd like to see him come back before Mana. So this might not happen, but I've got theory versus Riddle. Ooh, okay. That's that'd be nice. I would love for him to come back and do his thing because you know he's sorely missed. I, I miss his character, and uh, I, I don't think he uh, really got a fair shake with his little situation. You know, there there are worse things to, for uh, you know to be in your body. You know, just ask you know, just ask me on a drunk night. Um, <laughs> let's see. Uh, you know what? Let, let's go. Let's get right to uh, you know some uh, some personal feels and you know what I would do to put the uh, you know your family on the map here. I would definitely, since we're already you know kind of putting chess pieces together, and I don't know if this will actually happen, but you know since you know they they've been kind of mingled together thus far, I think we can get there by WrestleMania. But I would love to see your sister Candice LeRae and her husband Johnny Gargano versus another couple, the It Couple, The Miz and Maurice at WrestleMania 39. I don't hate it. Uh The Miz is a fun character. It's always thing and and uh it's going to get attention when you're when you're going at it with The Miz. So I yeah, I'm okay with that. I don't hate it. Um I love Maurice uh, and I'm hoping that there's a chance, especially since it's, you know, right down the road that I get to attend WrestleMania this year. And, uh, if that means I get to meet Maurice, then I'm not mad at it whatsoever at all. So yeah, I could go with that match. It's, it's not what I did with both of them, but, uh, I like it. I like it that it's definitely a feature match and it'd be something where people are going to get, pay attention to them because the Miz and Maurice are there. So. Yeah, if Miz and Mrs. are involved, I'm okay with it. It'll be it'd be a nice rub for them. So uh my number eight, since we are doing a top ten ish list. <laughs> uh this is one we wanted to see for a while. I don't remember if it's happened because that's how misused and, and just poorly handled that Shinsuke Nakamura has been in WWE. But Nakamura versus goddamn Randy Orton, ladies and gentlemen, would be just a fantastic WrestleMania match and moment. Uh, yeah, that's it's one of those I've been wanting to see since the beginning. So, absolutely. Knock and Orton. See, I would love to see that too. And man, with a good build and like back when 
you know, Shinsuke had like the god appeal to him, right? And uh, wasn't watered down with the king stuff and bug and booger and all that. But you know, since we're on the theme with Orton, I think a great story would be for Orton to come back somehow and for Riddle to come back somehow. And Orton and Riddle would be dramatically on a collision course at WrestleMania because Orton is so disappointed in Riddle. The second he leaves, Riddle goes back to his irresponsible ways and gets removed from television over some, let's just call it demons, because that's what we call it in the wrestling world. And I think that story kind of writes itself. The disappointed veteran over his protege fighting it out at WrestleMania, and I think that would be a great match to see. Yeah, I like it. Orton and Riddle, I think, was is probably... Um destined to happen at some point assuming orton can get back that's the thing like we don't know about the health and well-being of randy orton it's been very cloak and dagger i've heard everything from he's never going to wrestle again to you know he's just healing up he just posted uh, a picture the day he looks jacked yeah i hope that means he's coming back in time for mania because the one thing i will say is that this card is very top heavy right now and it's going to be great. But like, as soon as you get like down the roster, there's not a lot of matchups you really want to see. Like there's a tremendous amount of talent, but like nobody's really over at this moment. And all the over people are injured. AJ's out. Orton's out. You know, Cena's in and out. He, you know, we, we, we think he'll do something at mania, but he didn't last year, I don't think, so... And all the most knows? over people are, interti- are intertwined with Roman Reigns. Exactly. So this will be interesting, and, and this, is, this is where things take an interesting turn for me. Uh, so I'm just going to take a little snippet from the Royal Rumble, something that was very interesting, a seed that they planted, and I want to see it now. Ricochet... Versus Logan Paul, ladies and gentlemen. Ooh. I want to see that for so many reasons. I think that would be an athletic just showcase. But my fear is is that Logan would be great if he's carried. And I I don't even know if Ricochet is the carrying type yet. I think he can have the athletic match. I think he needs to be in a match where he's carried. Like, you know, his best match was with Gunther. So I went a different direction with Logan Paul, and they planted this seed as well. And I think this is going to be the direction that they end up going in because a big like stunt that Logan did with Ricochet kind of pales in comparison to what Logan did to uh, the Visionary. Uh, so I'm thinking we're going to get Logan Paul versus Seth freaking Rollins. I'm not mad at that. I like that. But the only reason I can't go with that is because I also want to see at WrestleMania Pat McAfee, and I have him taking on Seth Rollins because I think that's a way better match because I think Pat McAfee's a better worker. Like, at the moment, I think he's a better well-rounded, like, he gets everything. And I just think the promos with Pat McAfee and Seth with his over-the-top character and everything right now would be way more fun than Logan Paul and Seth. And having seen Ricochet with, uh, oh my God, what's his name? I can't think of his name right now. The New Japan, the match from a few years ago that everyone Will Ospreay. Their minds over. Yeah, Will Ospreay, right? So I think if Logan Paul and Ricochet get in a ring and they have agents around and they work out for the next month, they could do something that's akin to that and just fucking blow up the wrestling business. And so I think that would be great. But I agree. I like the options. Logan Paul, they rubbed him up against a couple people to see what we could come up with. So, I, And you I know just... what? I'm just going to take this time <laughs> since we both brought up Logan Paul and we're not, I, I don't think we're going to discuss him again until we put together the solidified uh, match card. Yeah. But, you know, I, I mentioned when we were watching the Royal Rumble that I was going to verbally fillet this man next time we have a podcast. But certain personal situations have uh, come, away, come in the way of that. But I'm... I'm going to throw it out there that this is one of the best celebrity additions that wrestling has ever had, just as far as him taking it seriously. Right. Like he he even does the little things correctly, like him being disappointed, him selling a, a, something that's hurt. Like, he doesn't shut off until he leaves the, the, the room. Not when he leaves right. the ring like other people. 
You see, right. like, you see people that have been in the business for 15 plus years, like, when they're outside the ring and they know the camera's not on them, they're just sitting on ass. Yeah. But, you know, and, it, and here's the thing like, for me, I agree. Logan Paul's great, um, but I still feel like he's a celebrity wrestler. But, like, when Pat McAfee's in there, I just feel like he's a professional wrestler. Oh, like, yeah. Like, yeah, it's so great. He's no longer the football these player. Guys at the same time. Like, yeah. we got both of these. And not to mention, I'm just going to throw this out there Bad Bunny fucking tore the house down a couple years ago too so like it's not out of the question that 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 three of the biggest matches at wrestlemania are celebrity matches i don't have anything for bad bunny today but well i'm glad you mentioned it because (laughs) i sure as shit do and we're just gonna get there now because i did not know what else to do with one of my favorite guys that they're kind of having an odd angle for but you know what? I'm pretty sure that they would squeeze money out of another corporation somewhere, some way, somehow for a match between Bray Wyatt versus Bad Bunny. That is so silly that it fucking works for me. Run, like, rabbit, I... run. Run, <laughs> rabbit, run. The promo's right itself. Oh, I can oh. see Bray Wyatt just chasing the bunny rabbit down the rabbit hole. And he's That's... gonna ta- and it's gonna lead to Los Angeles, where stars are made and and dreams are crushed. That's so silly that it's awesome. I think it would be fun. It uh, I think that would also be one of those where it could be a cool cinematic gimmick. Um, I don't care to see cinematic matches ever again, <laughs> but if it's done well and they do something like Bray Wyatt's one of those people where I feel like a cinematic match is always a possibility. Um. Say what you want about the pitch black match. They made $1 million just to have it. Exactly. Yeah, they got paid, and so they fucking, with a sponsorship, and they did a match. It was a fucking, like, six-minute match. They had the cool confetti shit. Whatever. I don't care. Like, it, it, the match was fucking awful. But, like, <laughs> I can't blame them for taking advantage of sponsorship. So, yeah, not mad at it. Oh, I had I I had other ideas for Bray Wyatt, but they didn't make my top ten. But we'll just we'll just discuss it a little bit later. Um, I kind of so tickled your balls with that match, didn't I? You know, it's one of those things where like <laughs> I hate it, but like I, <laughs> I <laughs> it's like a car accident or a sonic. Exactly, video. <laughs> it's one of those where I'm like I got I just gotta see it. Like I I know I hate it, but I gotta see it. It'll be great. So okay. Uh, my number five. Uh, so we know Bianca Belair is defending her title. We know she's defending it against one of the six. So my pick, Asuka versus Bianca Belair, WrestleMania. I think she's. it's either going to be her or Liv Morgan. I can't see anyone else. But, I, oh, I really hope it's not Liv Morgan. Oh, <laughs> me either. You know, bless her little heart. You know, I, I, you know, I, I it's great. She is a classic example of like, you know, you love the baby face on the chase. And then once you get right. there, then what? <coughs> uh, unfortunately, she was a victim of then what? Um, yeah. But let's just keep the theme going with Bianca's title defense. I think uh, we're on a collision course for a possible three-way match between Becky Lynch, Bailey, and Bianca Belair. I think this would be a showcase for Bianca to successfully defend her title versus two people who can carry her and put her even further on the map where she, where I feel like I feel like the story should be Bianca is a fighting champion that retains and she should surpass a WrestleMania with her title in hand. Yeah, I agree with her with with Bianca walking out victorious, which that would make three WrestleManias in a row. Um but I, yeah, I really, I think Bianca has all the potential in the world, and she's living up to a lot of it already. I mean, she's really the last two years at Mania, she's kind of stole the show on night one. So I'm, I, I love it. Uh, I mean, she won they, the title last year at WrestleMania, right? Yes, I think she won the title the last two years at WrestleMania. Yeah, but this, yeah, but this time she's Sasha. Yeah, but this time she's held on to it all the way up until now. Right. Exactly. So. so yeah, we send her on a two, three-year title run. I'm totally fine with that, especially if at some point in the next year they turn her heel. Like, I think that would be great, too. I think, uh, I mean, I don't know if you saw that outfit she was wearing on Monday night, but, uh, uh, yeah, that was fantastic. And oh, yeah. I see uh, that kind of thing. I could see them setting up maybe for a heel turn down the road. So my number four. 
this is one of those like it's it probably can't happen because one of this one of these teams has a contractual situation um but i think this would be a great time to kick off the all new tag team division in wwe where they put a stamp on it we're going to take it seriously i think this is a heavily featured prominent match on one of the nights but DIY take it on FTR at WrestleMania would be oh. the that's that's the only tag match I want to see. That's the, the I think it'd be amazing. Um, and I mean we already know they could steal the show and just fucking tear the house down. So I I think the payoff for everything for the last two years, if they could find a way to sneak FTR into WrestleMania and take on DIY, it would be uh, it would change the landscape of tag team wrestling in WWE. Absolutely. If you're going to run a match back, run that match back. Run yes, those series of matches back. That would be just absolutely incredible. And really, like, you know, it felt like we were privileged wrestling fans seeing wrestling that good at that moment. So, like, it would be nice for that type of wrestling and that type of match to get on a main stage like a WrestleMania for the world to see and right. possibly make a shift in the division, like you said. And a shift in Jim Cornette's opinions about one Jar- Johnny Gargano. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, I think he would be undeniable at that point. <laughs> yeah, but I'm sure he'd find a way. He'd find something to hate. <laughs> but uh, let, let's keep the tag team theme going. And, you know, I think this would be a fitting thing to happen because I think, you know, the the, the drama that, that a tag match that can have is very rare and especially in WWE and I think if you're going to have a tag team title match that is meaningful with stakes and there's drama amongst it I think uh Sammy gets screwed over by a finally seeing the light Jay Uso who just needed some time to think and he's going to reconnect with his brothers by fucking over Sammy and then Kevin Owens is going to make the big save at Elimination Chamber and then Sammy and Owens are going to have a big reunion and say you know what we've done so much shit to each other over the years we've done everything to each other except be the WWE Tag Team Champions so let's go to Wrestlemania and let's end the longest uh, tag team streak, tag team champion streak, because they defeated the New Day's uh, streak. It's like, it's like more than a couple years as tag team champions. Right. So the two best friends reuniting at WrestleMania to take on the former best friends, but bloodline and end their tag team streak at WrestleMania is a pretty sweet story and a fitting culmination for the Sami Zayn angle of this bloodline story. Yes and no. I, I don't I don't think the fans would be I mean, obviously if Sammy I, I have a different match in mind. So well, let, of course. Let's, let's hear yeah, it. I'll I'll, uh, I'll, <laughs> I'll 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 get to it. Um but it's my number two dream match for WrestleMania. So my number three right now. So Becky Lynch has been embroiled in this in this feud with damage control, right? Mostly with Bailey, but damage control. And they had their cage match on Monday Night Raw, and we got a returning Lita, which leads Ooh. me to believe that we have at least a tag match at WrestleMania. But there's three members in Damage Control, so Becky and Bailey, or sorry, Becky and Lita are going to need a third member. And I think the absolute perfect human to fill that slot is my sister Candice LeRae teaming. With Becky Lynch and Lita to take on damage control at WrestleMania. Yes, that's that is a good way to get like a lot of uh, characters in a match. Uh, I you know because yeah, WrestleMania even though it's two nights, it's stacked. And you know even while making this list, I was like, man, there's a lot of glaring omissions. So even I have to like lump a bunch of people together. Uh, and it's exactly what I did with the following. And boy, did I, I didn't really lump anyone together because I'm just going to leave this up to your imagination because uh, long ago, WWE has announced that they have gone away with the TLC concept as a pay-per-view. And there's been rumors that the Money in the Bank concept is also going to be scrapped as a pay-per-view concept. And they're going to revert back to it being a WrestleMania uh, attraction. So this uh, segment, this place in my list... I'm just calling it the men's and or women's money in the bank ladder match. 
that could be 12 people up to your imagination that can have a match on <laughs> WrestleMania. Uh, there's uh, storylines that can uh, evolve from it. There's, you know, whomever. You can make the next person. They can cash in that night, and I hope they don't sour that concept to death. But, uh, yeah, I, I think if, uh, especially with the two nights, uh, each night has, you know, its own gender representation of the money in the bank, you know, and that and that's good for the fans, too. If whoever can only afford one night, you're guaranteed at least one car crash ladder match with stakes. So that's my pick. Leave it up to your imagination. We can discuss it right now even further. Who would you want to see this? And I personally, if I don't get the mixed tag match of the century, I would put your sister in and over on yeah, the money in yeah, the bank yeah. match for the women. Yeah, I, I feel like uh, if there is a Money in the Bank women's match, that 100% will be uh, where my sister ends up at WrestleMania uh, if she is going to end up on the WrestleMania card. Um, but I like that there's a lot of options. I, I think all three of the options we've discussed now uh, almost certainly guarantee my sister a slot at WrestleMania, I hope. But... Uh, <clears throat> I didn't go with Money in the Bank, but I think that might be where we, where one of the things that we've got to just have that's going to make the final 10 list. Um, so that brings me to my number two, and this is where I'll pick up the discussion with the Usos. Uh, I don't want to, I, for me, I think it's a disservice to Sami Zayn to put the tag titles on him uh, at this point. Because I think he's earned a singles feud, a real run up against Roman. But since he doesn't have a match at WrestleMania with Roman, assuming that the bloodline is going to fuck him over at Elimination Chamber, then we've got Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn two on three against the bloodline. But that's not fair. So they're going to have to dig somebody up right here. And I think, I think a good place to go with that would be somebody that Kevin Owens earned the respect of at WrestleMania last year. And we've got Stone Cold Steve Austin teaming with Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn to kick the ever-loving shit out of the rest of the bloodline. I love this so much. <laughs> I love it. And and a beer bath with Kevin and, yes. uh, and, and Sami. Yes. You talk about a celebration for the ages. That just kind of that just buried my my match for sure. <laughs> I mean, I tried to make the tag tag team titles important, but it's just not going to happen in WWE because ideas like that come about. And uh, right, well, and Austin well, looks and Austin looks great. He'll he'll oh, I can see him. T uh, he's going to stun everybody, even Paul Heyman. <laughs> oh my God, a Heyman stunner! Holy shit. Oh. That sounds amazing. I'm signing up for that shit right now. Oh, let's make it happen. Let's write, write our, write our uh, Paul, if you're listening. No, uh, yeah. <laughs> Not Heyman. Not Heyman. Uh, Mr. Levesque. No, no. We got to we gotta see Dusty's baby boy hit the bionic elbow on Mr. Heyman. Oh, God, yes. Heyman can just get his ass kicked all night. Yes. He gets the stutter on night one, and then night two, he's out there, like, in a neck brace and some shit. <laughs> yeah, fuck Heyman. Uh, <laughs> my name ah <laughs> oh, oh man well you know it's only fitting you know because uh i'm gonna just spoil it for you right now my last two have the same person in it okay uh but you know since oh you know what i'm gonna save this for last uh because i'm just gonna go with the one that was definitely teased at the royal rumble that is a dream match of mine and it's fitting for a wrestlemania stage but gunther versus brock lesnar would just be a just a, a, a glorious opportunity to really solidify Gunther as the anything can happen. This is a dangerous uh, situation for you to be in type of wrestler, uh, which is something that hasn't really been felt since a Brock Lesnar and Ronda Rousey for a short period of time. You know, it doesn't matter what the match looked like. You knew something was going to happen that was going to be dangerous. Because, but now, Lesnar has morphed, and it's been that way for a while, but Lesnar has just the art of professional wrestling just down pat for a long time. Just where the the very visual facial expression can make a guy. And he he just has that magic touch with guys uh, when it comes to making them. So, yeah. it 
And Gunther is one of those guys that could be a chameleon for any guy. So like, and he looks believable when, especially against Lesnar. When they had the face off, I was kind of worried about that face off for a while. But when it actually happened, I was like, "Oh, this looks like a poster. This looks right. like a fucking like just a hoss fight for the ages." And I really hope that's the culmination we get to at WrestleMania. Yeah, and so I'll just roll right into it because my number one absolute dream match for this run is Brock Lesnar taking on Gunther. And oh, yeah, yeah I, this is absolutely, I think, outside of, um, you know, the stuff that's announced outside of Cody and Roman. It's the absolute number one thing that we want to see. And uh, if Brock and Gunther are wrestling on either night of WrestleMania, it is like appointment fucking viewing for me. Gunther is our favorite wrestler in the business right now. And Brock is just a fucking megastar and just a mythical wrestling character at this point. And so if Gunther can take down Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania, oh my God, that sets us up for Cody versus Gunther in the feud of the century. And I just, oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. Yes. Yeah, because you really have an opportunity to make a full-time Brock Lesnar out of somebody that can be a threat full-time for the babyfaces. And we just need that. And Gunther's the guy. Gunther's the next guy. And I think that will happen. But what I want to happen, and this is fitting that this is my last uh, you know, offering for my list, but we don't have enough time to tell this story. And if they did somehow pull it off, I think these two would be able to tell the story. But judging by how the man's looking, we don't have enough time to pull off this. And this really is the most unfinished business story that we can have. I think if we can somehow get Brock Lesnar in a ring finally after 21 years of the infamous walkout, Stone Cold Steve Austin, we finally run this back and actually had this match under Austin's, you know, thing. Like, you know, uh, I, uh, this is a cold match. This is like a, no pay-per-view. Well, fine. Here it is. WrestleMania. You, are you happy now? Uh, but, you know, the only part that sucks is like... Ha- how do you paint Austin for this? Right. You know, if you run back a story where he's the villain, like, is that a little risky for Austin? But, but then again, the story about this, like, you know, Austin's pushing 60 and Lesnar is still in peak physical shape. They can tell the story that it's just going to take one German suplex to end this match. Right. And but here's the thing. They don't need a story for that match at all. Like it's already written. Right. Yeah. We just need, we just need to see Austin on television the same thing when I said about Goldberg and Cena, we just have Brock out there just bullshitting in the ring and laughing happy go lucky. Everything's good. And we just need a glass shatter and Austin just march down to the fucking ring and get right up in his face and have the, the, just the fucking backstage area clears out to make sure that they don't touch. Like he challenges Brock Lesnar right then and there. Yeah. But then Brock Lesnar walks out. Oh man. That'd be cute. Yeah, that'd be a good, like, you know, oh, shit. Like, I think it would be such a good build and such a good, like, payoff. And we don't have a lot of time to pull this off. And because Austin took a fucking suplex on concrete last year. <laughs> yeah, you're not as I worried think we, about the, yeah. <laughs> I think we can, I think we can build to one safe as fuck German. Right. Uh, but I, yeah, yeah. I, but I don't even need that much story. I just, I just need Brock in the ring bullshitting. And I just need Austin to come down and for the, the, the just the backstage area to clear out and pull these motherfuckers apart. Like, I, I don't I don't need a promo. I don't need anything but to see those two guys go nose to nose. And that's yes. it. That's for WrestleMania. It's happening. That main event. Well, that would main event night one easily. Yeah, for sure. That that could be the main event and nobody would complain at all. Like, why is like like I don't know if you watch Austin's Instagram. He's getting super jacked. Like that's the only match I would I would think he's getting that jacked for. Right, but <laughs> the problem is I, I my only concern would be that we're this is Cody's crowning fucking achievement, right? This is the night we do it. If Austin's in there with the bloodline, it's not the end of the world. It's not going to overshadow Cody. If Brock is or if, uh, Austin rather, if Austin's wrestling Brock it overshadows Roman and Cody. And Roman and Cody becomes an afterthought if we're getting Austin versus Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. 
See, I don't know. I think I think the hap- I think the storybook ending kind of you know you got one attraction versus one attraction that are two different things. I think I, I think one is worthy of one main event and one's worthy of a main event as well. <clears throat> it's like it's like you want to go see Godzilla versus King Kong night one, and then you want to see Rocky three night two. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm I'm good with that, but I just I I have that 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 brings up that concern for me that. If if Austin and Brock are wrestling at WrestleMania, it overshadows everything else because this is a twenty-one year dream match we've been waiting for. So, yeah, <clears throat> lots lots of decisions, and I don't think like we didn't match all that much except uh, for Gunther and Brock. Yeah, Gunther and Brock, and then we kind of were in the same boat about Sammy and KO is wrestling the Bloodline in some kind of description or. or oh no, yeah. we're going with yours on that one. <laughs> yeah. I mean, unless I just tickle your balls with Brock and uh, Austin. I mean, it's it's obviously the number one match in all of professional wrestling that anyone could ever want to see right now. Like, so I it's can... really a toss up between facts <coughs> and f- facts and fantasy. Well, it's it's what we want to book versus what as you know as it, it depends on what we want to do. If it's just this is as fans, this is the number one thing we want to see. It's Brock and Austin, absolutely, one thousand percent. If we're talking about what we what we would actually book and what thinks, I think we lean. I for me, I think the safe bet is to just shy away from Austin and Brock at Mania and maybe do that at SummerSlam with some that build, and that can be the actual main event of SummerSlam. You know, mm-hmm. and then Cody and Gunther doesn't have to carry a pay per view <coughs> or or whoever Cody's wrestling. You know, so man, okay, so. That's our top 10 that each of us wants to see. I have some honorable mentions. Uh, I, you know, I didn't, I, I can't. Last year, there's no way that you could have told me that I'd be writing out a list of matches I want to see at WrestleMania and Dominic Mysterio's name would ever come up. But I want to see Dominic Mysterio and Finn Balor take on Edge and Rey Mysterio at WrestleMania this year. Like, I really want to see this match. It's one I think could actually happen. <laughs> yeah, I mean, my only honorable <coughs> mention was just Dominic versus Ray, right. the, the one-on-one match. Like, you know, if anyone's going to have a perfect match, it's going to be them two because literally he's just wrestling his teacher for uh, so many years. <laughs> so other, other ones, just because I needed something to do with these two guys, I think Damian Priest versus Drew would be really good. Drew McIntyre Priest, that's, two, that's another one, too. It's a Haas battle. It's it's fucking fantastic. It would be great. But for me, since I know we have to have a Bray Wyatt match and uh, they've taken away all any or all excitement that I could ever possibly want for Bray Wyatt in the last couple months, but if Bray, Bray Wyatt is going to take on Karrion Cross at WrestleMania and we get back to Karrion Cross being spooky and cool, I think that would be cool. I guess the other person we could kind of maybe see Bray Wyatt taking on would be... Uh, uh, Dexter Loomis, you know, that Ooh. would kind of work. But uh, I, Cross and Wyatt, for me, would be something I'd like to see. Um, I, well, speaking of Cross, we're on some sort of uh, uh, road uh, storyline. I'd like to see, you know, maybe if Candice does get a one-on-one match, Candice LeRae versus Nikki Cross. Yes, yes, she's been creeping in the background, so that's fun. Yeah. <laughs> They're doing like a Trish Stratus, Mickey James thing. Yeah. Like the stock, like the stalker gimmick. Yep. Uh huh. That's the thing that's happening. <laughs> I don't. I mean, lo- I don't love it, but uh, it is a thing. It is an actual storyline, uh, and it's a thing. <laughs> it is a thing that's happening on television. That's right. So if that is a match that happens at Mania, it's fine. I don't. Know. It'll be good. Yeah. So. Uh, we have a, v- a very tall order ahead of us then since we only kind of agree on two things. Um, well, let's just let the cat out of the bag and say that Bad Bunny and Bray Wyatt is definitely happening. <laughs> okay. So, uh, well, Brock and Gr- Gunther is for <laughs> sure. There. Does that mean that's the main event? Well, no. These are just our top <laughs> ten matches. we Dream matches we hope to see at WrestleMania. And since yeah, because if you notice, last minute I went away with Cody and Reigns and Ripley and Charlotte because yeah. let's just face it, on paper, let's all agree that that's probably going to be the main events of night one and night two. Right. 
in, unless something crazy happens between now and then. So I am glad that the Elimination Chamber is next weekend because that gives us plenty of time to build. To after. hate your cousin. Well, yeah, but to build out <laughs> from that to uh, uh, WrestleMania. So, well, it's the one good thing about the you know premium live events is we can watch them whenever the fuck we want. So in theory, we could actually cohabitate and watch on, on Sunday, um, you know, and it'd be great, but uh, that'd be great. Yeah, and, and we could just avoid social media on sat on Saturday night, and uh, yeah, just wait till Sunday and watch it. That'd be cool. Yeah, that'd be great. Or we'll just hang out. We'll be... just come straight to my house after Fuckface is done, and uh, we'll just watch it until two in the morning. <laughs> well, plus I I have a good safety net because I don't really check socials on premium live event day, yeah. and the one person that ruins it for me will be next to me. <laughs> I don't ruin it. <laughs> I do anymore. I, no, I will tell. I will send you a text when there's something you need to see. It, you know, that's about it. This is going to be great. I'm already yeah. going to be viewing. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. But uh, I texted you last week to tell you to stop what you're doing. Usually, nine times oh, out yeah. of ten, it's you texting me to say stop what you're doing. But uh, and, and 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 most of the time, I text you and say, "Hey, man, if you haven't seen this, you got to see this." But the Darby Allen Samoa Joe match, I said, stop what you are doing, good sir. Go out of your way. Find this shit because it was fucking awesome. So yeah, that was that was an absolute blast. I checked all my beliefs and morals at the door and just enjoyed that. Right. All right. So I, we have two. <laughs> uh, so you're you're saying we have uh Gunther and Lesnar and Bad Bunny and Bray. Well, yeah, the 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 Austin, Sammy and KO versus the Bloodline. Uh Okay. So 3. Yes. Yes, <laughs> I'll I'll put Bad Bunny Bray White is on the list somewhere. I will write it in. What's going to be the sponsor for that show? I mean, it's April 1st and 2nd, so we're, you know, Easter's right around the corner. <laughs> Oh god damn it. Oh. The bad bunny egg hunt. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh god oh. damn it. So, okay. Uh we'll, we'll I think we're going to put the money in the banks back in there. I like that. Uh Everybody's invited. So, what do we do with the Raw Women's Championship? Are we going Asuka and Bianca, or are we going three-way dance? Well, I mean, the, the winner of the Elimination Chamber in story as we speak today gets the title match at Mania. So if we agree Asuka is the one we'd like to see win that six-person, <clears throat> then we'll just we'll put it in here. Asuka versus... It's WWE. They'll do something screwy. Well, they're, they'll, they're, they'll they're a... definitely not afraid to... So it could end up being a yeah. four-way. Yeah. Ooh. So there's Ooh. that. But uh, there's that. <clears throat> I, I you talk about I you talk about Bianca beating Becky Bailey and Oscar in one match. Yeah, I think for sure Lita's return means a Lita match at WrestleMania with yeah. Becky. I, so I think Lita and Becky is for sure a thing that's happening at WrestleMania against Bailey and somebody. Um. So I don't know if that's Io or. Or Dakota Kai, or they're going to bring. Make they're all going to be in the women's money so. in the bank match. Well, yeah, that could be that. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, if there is a women's money in the bank, then Io and Candice are probably most certainly in it. Um, yeah, as long as Hunter is the one in charge of WrestleMania. So, <laughs> I know we have to keep putting that caveat out there, so that's weird. But uh, yeah, because you know, if anybody con ruin it, Nick con. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and give you uh, Riddle and Orton as well. I think that's the better match for Riddle, bro. And uh, I think Logan Paul and Seth is probably more likely to happen. So I think we'll put that on there as well. But I still would like to see something for Pat McAfee at WrestleMania if we could do it. Uh, yeah, maybe he Ooh. wants payback on Austin for last year, and we get Ooh. Pat McAfee versus Austin. Yeah, Pat McAfee versus Austin. Uh, 
he just comes out there and gets double teamed by Cena and Austin. Oh my god. And then just for a split second we have a Cena Austin face off. All right, oh my we gosh, need three more Austin matches. Austin stuns Cena. <laughs> All right, we need three more. I think let's go ahead and pencil in that Rey Mysterio since we we agree Rey versus Dom. We'll just put Rey versus Dom and not a tag match um of some description. So, yeah, I like that. Fuck. So what do we do? Did we solidify what we do with your family? Are they gonna hit, are they gonna take on the it couple? Sure. Let's let's ah, that in. Let's yes. do that. I mean, home like well, half of a hometown representation versus the Hollywood it couple. Yeah. Just they don't need to. They don't. It's not. It's not technically winning the championship but it's putting them on the map and on the biggest stage of them well the the funny thing is behind the scenes uh miz's dad uh told miz that that johnny wrestling guy is cleveland wrestling and miz is like i'm from cleveland like we grew up down the street from each other you guys had dueling restaurants like (laughs) and you still pick him over me (laughs) see put that on television put that on television Okay, I'm just going to put this down here. I don't care if Brock's on this list twice. He's on this list twice. So is Austin because fucking goddammit. We need that Brock and Austin match needs to happen. Fuck everyone. Oh, yeah. See, like, I knew fandom would take over. The story writes itself. It's the most, if you look back on the history of ever, it is the most unfinished business worthy thing that can still happen. Uh, And I would love to see it. And if anybody can tell a story... That's a little far-fetched. I'm pretty sure these two can. Uh, Lesnar is a master storyteller, and he would bump his ass off for Austin, and Austin would just need to take one bump for the for the audience to be a little concerned, and they would just ride that wave all the way to the finish. And it doesn't even take that long. It could be it could be just as awesome as the Goldberg match. Well, yeah, because you know? honestly, all they need to do is go out there and Brock just fucking... Like, Austin comes house of fire, but, you know, punch, 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 kick, kick, kick. Brock's just bouncing around the ring like a crazy person <clears throat> and then all of a sudden brock just fucking grabs austin just germans the fuck out of him austin rolls out of the ring and dead on the floor mm-hmm. for a nine and a half count and barely makes it back in the ring and then brock just starts doing his bouncing shit and he's just i mean he could just put the boots to austin and just taunt him and not do anything he doesn't need to suplex him more you know, he could just toy with him at that point. And then Austin, you know, Brock does something stupid and it, and it costs him. And then Austin fires a big comeback. Fez press, all this shit, stomp a mud hole. Fuck, fuck, I need to see this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or we can just completely bury everybody, everyone in sight. And we can just have, you know, The Rock and Austin just come out and go, hey, you know what? 20 years ago today is when we had your last match. <laughs> yeah. WrestleMania 19. Let's run it back. <laughs> remind everyone that they'll never, ever, never, ever catch us again. <laughs> All right. Oh, the time has come. The official top 10 matches that the creative oh, team wants man. to see at okay. WrestleMania this year. So let's do it differently. Uh, match one. <laughs> Bray Wyatt versus Bad Bunny. Ooh, match two. The both the men and women's money in the bank at the same time. That would be awesome. Match three: Ray Mysterio versus Dominic Mysterio. Match four: Matt Riddle taking on Randy Orton. Match five: Oscar versus Bianca Belair. Match six: Logan Paul versus Seth Franklin Rollins. Match seven. Johnny Gargano and Candice Gargano taking on Miz and Mrs. Maurice. The wrestlings versus the it's. Match eight. Brock Lesnar taking on Stone Cold motherfucking Steve Austin. Match nine. Austin, Sami Zayn, and Kevin Owens taking on the bloodline. And match ten. Your main event. Brock (laughs) 
freaking Lesnar versus Gunther for the Intercontinental Championship. Oh, yes. Double duty Brock at your service. Oh, that is a card for the ages. You know, we're, and we shamelessly had two guys work twice. And you know what? I'm fine with it. There's and two man, nights. it's fine. It's two nights. It's fine. And oh. there are, if you're going to have, if you're going to shell out that type of money for those two people, that would be the most expensive paycheck I've ever seen in my life. And I wonder who would have the most money. I mean, yeah, that's like a fucking $6 million match right there. The six, yeah, because you got one that's match, like Steve Austin. <laughs> yeah, because you got like Austin, who's like it, it's valuable because of just the rarity. But you also got the shrewd businessman of I'm not leaving my fucking farm or outside of my wife uh, unless the money's right. <laughs> but also, who knows what Brock's mentality is now? He's having the he's having the time of his life out there. He looks like he's having a blast. I love babyface. Yeah, Brock you so know much. what? And he finally looks like he's comfortable going out there and bullshitting on a promo, which is great. I mean. That, that was always the knock against Brock, which is why he had Heyman for all those years. But now he seems comfortable on his own out there, you know, with his beard and his fucking twat dot and love it. Yes. Yeah. Who 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 knew that his top knot was going to be the next big thing? <laughs> oh, well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, a top 10 list. The matches we want to see at WrestleMania 38. We don't do a lot of uh, current day stuff, but uh, I mean, wrestling's. The main reason we had we decided not to do current stuff is that you know a couple years ago almost when we started this, it it just current wrestling wasn't fun to talk about and right now it's fun to talk about again. So I I don't I feel like you're gonna get a little more current wrestling uh, going forward from the creative team because it's just it's fun to watch again. So it is fun to watch again, but we're going to be fun to listen to again because, you know, after, you know, just a, you know, a, a somber few weeks and, you know, this, I feel like was the first time to really get back on the horse and, you know, enjoy our company, enjoy some laughs and enjoy wrestling and especially current wrestling. But we're going to, bleh, we're going to next week, enjoy some uh, older wrestling. We're going to hop on the nostalgia train and we're going to have a special take it up with creative and we're going to reminisce and enjoy will be spread for reasons beyond belief because we are going to right the wrongs or uh, make chicken salad out of already chicken shit. Make the best of the worst. We are going to take it up with creative with a, a character that is an alumni on this show. That is none other than the mythical masterpiece that is Mantar, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, Cole, no. are you ready to write the story of all stories for my man Mantar? Oh, boy. Uh, this may be the most challenging one you've thrown at me yet. Uh, no, we wrote a story for a hockey player. Yeah, but at least, like, oh. You like hockey? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't, wait, you don't like centaurs? Oh, uh, this will be fun. I love it. Uh, the mythical and the silly. Um, it'll be fun to go back and review the time period. Uh, I mean, pretty much the same time as the goon. Uh, so it'll be great. Uh, of course, that brings Doink into the folds, as always, is, is, is a wonderful possibility on this show. But, uh, man, I think I'm going to, for the first time in the history of our show, invent a new character that didn't actually exist and make some shit up because I've just been inspired thinking about Mantar. We have a mythical beast. We need a mythical hunter, I think. This will be great. Uh, Dude. Yeah. The, I don't I had, hate it. I had the, I had the rank master. Oh my God! All right. I mean, I I know I know a I know a special hunter that was a Helmsley. <laughs> oh God damn it! Oh, wouldn't it be great? Like he'd be like the we'll, we'll uh we we morph Hunter Hearst Helmsley into the dickhead from like Jumanji. Oh my boy! Oh, no, no, no! Like like uh his tag team with Regal, it, it, like they they would just bring that instead of like the snobby people. Like it's just it's a man and then a hunter. Like it'll be the lumberjack, and then and then Paul is just a, a like an Elmer Fudd, and they're both going after Mantar. Oh my God! Oh, be very, uh, very uh, quiet. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, I'm uh, <laughs> hunting uh, Mantars. <laughs> 
Oh, my God. Join us next week, ladies and gentlemen, when we discuss all things Mantar. Take us home, Cole. Ladies and gentlemen, I am your host, Cole Dawson, for Ron Kilborn, saying thank you, we love you, and good night. Thanks for listening. Find us on Instagram and Twitter at Creative Team Pod or just the Creative Team on Facebook. Follow Cole Dawson on Twitter and Instagram at Cole2130 and follow yours truly at Ron underscore Kilborn. We'll see you next week on another episode of The Creative Team.